Good morning. You're listening to Real Life, Real People Radio on this Sunday morning. It's a great day to be alive, and we just thank you for listening today. Today, we're going to continue our series about what is God's plan for us. You know, God does have a plan, and He wants us to seek Him for that plan. We've talked about that you first need to pray. So are you praying to know God's plan? And then loving Him and being devoted to Him to hear His voice and to hear what He's telling you. And then, of course, living out your faith, living out what you hear Him tell you, living out what you know to be true, living out the truth. And finally, today we're going to talk about when we're following God's plan, He will always be near. In fact, Psalm 145 says, The Lord is near to all who call on Him, to all who call on Him in truth. We're going to talk a little bit about what that means. What does it mean to call on the Lord in truth and how the Lord can be near to us? But before we begin, I want to invite you to sit back, relax, grab your favorite cup of coffee, grab hold of your Bibles, but most importantly, grab hold of Jesus and He will bring the Bible to life for you. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for today. Today is such an awesome day to praise you, to give thanks to you, to seek you. And Lord, we know that when we seek you, we will find you. And when we seek your presence continually, you're going to be near to us. So Lord, help us to know what the plan is for our lives. Help us to trust you with that plan. Help us to seek you with all of our hearts, the Lord, that you can show us the way. And Lord, I want to thank you for this interview today with Donna Kelly, who's going to share truth with us, who's going to show us and tell us through her testimony what being near to the Lord looks like. So thank you, Lord, for being near to us today. We praise you and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, I'm happy to introduce a friend of mine, and her name is Donna Kelly, and she's driven a long way to do this interview. In fact, she's driven all the way from Forney and to come down and, and sit with me here in Mount Vernon and to talk a little bit about God's plan for her and what that means and how the Lord is near to her. So good morning, Donna. How are you? Good morning, Jill. I'm great. How are you? I am great. And thank you so much for coming here and joining us on Real Life, Real People Radio. Thank you for having me. Of course. Well, first of all, before you get started and talk to us, I wanted just to say I am so glad God gave us that divine appointment. Amen. A year ago, June, we Mm -hmm. met in Sulphur Springs. Tell us a little bit about that day and what brought you to the place where we met and tell everyone where we met we met at a little boutique called marlene sassen class and i saw two beautiful christian signs outside of her uh, boutique which i'd never seen before which intrigued me greatly and made me want to go in and i came and i saw you and tanya and we talked about your books and I just felt a connection, a very strong connection with you and with Tanya as well, but especially with you. And so we got some books and taught you shared with us about your books and what each one meant and the devotionals. And 
which I love my devotionals, by the way, and I've given so many as gifts. But at the end of it, we exchange numbers and Facebook information, and we prayed in a public boutique. We did. We did. I'll and never it, forget that. No, I won't either, because you could have heard a pin drop. I don't know whether people left or stayed and just got quiet, but it was amazing because we knew God was there, and He just had us encircled, and I never heard anything but our words being spoken. Mm-hmm. That day was very special. You know, I had met Marlene a while ago and had just felt a draw to go to her and ask mm-hmm. her, could I have a book signing here? I had a new book coming out and I had never done a book signing in Sulphur Springs. And so I went into her store and just talked to her a little bit. And she said, yes, I would love for you to come, come this day in June. In fact, we were going to do it another day and we had to reschedule for this particular day that you happen to be in Sulphur Springs. Cause you don't live there. Do no. you? No, you live in Forney like we talked yes. about. And so You were there visiting some friends and just shopping for the day. Mm -hmm. But see, the Lord had us to meet. That's right. He had us there to pray. Mm -hmm. He had us there to encourage one another. And I want you to know that you've been an encouragement to me. Every day on Facebook, we connect. So I feel like I talk to you every day, even though I don't see you very often face to face. But it's that spiritual connection that we can have with people. So if you're listening today, know that God has people He wants to place in your life yes. who are of the same kindred spirit, who are living in the Spirit and wanting to know more about Jesus. And I love how we talk about Jesus oh, all I the do. time. In fact, we met at Dairy Queen before you got here and had a bite to eat, and we talked about Jesus. Yes, And wasn't it amazing just to see each other again and to hear what had been going on in each other's lives and the answered prayers. Amen. Yes. You've had a lot of answered prayers, haven't you? Yes, ma'am. I know we've been praying for a lot of things for each other Mm -hmm. and we were able to share some of the answers today. Yes. So that is good. Well, I had you come in today because we want to talk about what it means that the Lord is near. The Lord is near to all who call on Him. And how do we call on Him in truth? So before we delve into this, I want to ask you, is the Lord near to you right now? Absolutely. How so? He is so near to me. I know that I can just speak His name, and He is right there. He is my comforter. He's my shield. He's my protector. He's my rock. And I know that He walks everywhere I walk, and I'm never alone because of Jesus. Now, are you in a relationship with someone right now? No. No. So you live alone. I do. But you don't live alone. No. Jesus is my husband. I love that. So I've heard people say that before. And explain what you mean by that. When I am uncertain what I need to do, I go to Jesus and I pray and I seek his word for the answers because I do not have a husband Therefore, he is the person that is my only, he's my umbrella now, and I go to him for anything that I need or desire or I need direction for, or I'm uncertain whether I should say yes or no, and he is there, he answers, and he has supplied all my needs according to his riches and glory. 
So you say you hear from him. How do you hear from him? I hear from him through his word. I hear Mm -hmm. from him through prayer. Um, I hear from him through others. Because sometimes, whether they've been praying for me or not, they'll come and give me a word, and that's confirmation of what I've been asking for. So Mm -hmm. I know he has given them a word just for me. That is so special. Do you have an example of something recently in your life where you someone came to you and it's exactly what you felt like you needed to hear and it was almost like god sending a messenger to speak to you i had worked for a christian man for four years and we've we had very close he um he's just a very devoted christian man and he loves to give everything from his company back and they go into missions and I loved working for him because I was allowed to share Christ with people when I talked to them on the phone. And this past week, he told me that that part of my job was going to be ending. And um, our rent has gone up tremendously at our senior apartment complex. And I said, well, Lord, how am I going to be able to do this rent increase and still be able to minister to other people that I give to to help them. And so the man I've been subcontracting under called me that day. And he said, Donna, we love you. We'd really like for you to be a part of our team. He said, I would like to give you a raise and give you a bonus twice a year. Is that something that you'd be interested in? And I'm like, yes, Yes. that's an answer to prayer. Mm -hmm. You know, so I know that God spoke through Clay to me so that without a shadow of a doubt, I knew the direction God was going to have me go in. I didn't have to be fearful or fret or have anxiety. None of that happened because God just placed it in perfect timing. That is a great example. And I love that he was there to speak that truth to you Mm -hmm. and to offer that job. And you knew it was almost like God saying, here, exactly, I'm going to hand this to you. And so it's going to be exciting to see how that works out for you. And congratulations. You've earned that. I know you (laughs) have earned that. Um, There's a lot of scriptures that we can turn to. And I know that God speaks to us through the scriptures. I'm going to give you an example. Yesterday... I got some news that a dear friend of mine's husband passed away suddenly. Mm-hmm. And I just, it's one of those things that just, you can't, you're just like frozen. What? I mean, this couldn't happen. How could that be? And I was just really, really sad. So I thought, I'm going to open my Bible. And the Lord directed me to this scripture. And I want to read it for you. It's in two places is what is so cool, and I didn't realize it. It's actually in Psalm 105, verse 4, and it's also in 1 Chronicles 16 and 11. In 1 Chronicles 16 and 11, David, King David, is singing this as he's giving thanks, and it's also in the Psalms. And so I knew I'm supposed to share this with my friend, but let me read it to you. And it says, Seek the Lord and His strength, Seek his presence always. Then I looked it up in the first Chronicles, same wording. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence always. So I was able to send that scripture to my friend. It was almost like God was speaking that to her because she sent 
the text right back to me. I needed to hear this today. Mm. Thank you. And it wasn't me. It was just God showing me, okay, this is how you're going to minister to your friend Mm -hmm. is to send her my word. And so I agree with you when you have God's word in your life and and you ponder it, he's going to show you some things. So tell me how you minister with his word. And I know you minister a lot because you lead a women's Bible study. I do. So I, I lead a ladies Bible study that's a heart to heart. And, and we was, have a heart to heart here. So that's another connection, <laughs> connection. that we have. Uh-huh. And um in that it's it's a very intimate setting and the Lord um, I don't do a book or anything. I strictly let the Holy Spirit lead me and what he wants me to teach. And um, so if I get up to the day before and I don't have anything, I'm like, Lord, it's tomorrow. And, <laughs> Speak and to he, me. Show me. And he always comes mm. through, and he's always faithful to do that. Um, we have ladies that have gone through a lot of abuse of different forms and fashions. Mm-hmm. And um, the Lord has allowed some that have gone through the same thing. Now they're ministering to one another. And so I'm not doing all of the ministering and that helps because it. I, I haven't had some of the things that they have gone through. Yeah. But we have a very loving connection. We fellowship with food before. We pray. And then we get into God's Word. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, it's always amazing how the Word that God gives me is exactly what somebody needs to hear. Right. And most of the time it's meant for me as well. Right. And he knows that. Yes. When he gives you a, a like with the example I just gave, mm-hmm. he, he showed me this scripture. It was for me, but it was also to use it to minister yes. to, to several people. And I love how you do that and, and keep on doing that. Keep on doing Thank good. You. Since I met you, I've been able to see just your joy. I've been able to, every day, hear from you. You always comment on scriptures that I put on Facebook. I comment on yours. And you have this this joy about you. Where does that joy come from? From the Lord. Definitely. Yes. I mean, there was a time I didn't have that joy. Well, let's I, talk I about that. I kind of got in the desert for a little while. Well, let's talk about that time. Because that time of your pain and when you, you were not filled with joy has made you who you are today. God yes. has used that and has molded you into that faith-filled, joy-filled woman of God. So let's talk about that. All right. I was married for 40 years. Um, he surrendered to the ministry and was an ordained minister, ordained deacon, and ordained elder. And we counseled with people. That was part of our ministry end, was to counsel with people that had needs. And we did a lot of it on people that had either had adultery, were going through adultery, or were thinking about adultery or divorce. And um, a year before our marriage came to an end, we bought a brand new house in Forney, custom built. And little did I know that he had been having an affair for a year. my dreams were shattered. I actually thought the rest of my life was going to be in this home and that God had set our lives for the rest of our lives to minister like we were doing. Um, and he came in one morning and said, I've been having an affair for a year. Mm-hmm. So that meant it was even probably before we built the house. And I was absolutely 
totally shocked. Um, my heart sank. Um, we had a pastor that we'd had for 17 years. We went to his house for three weeks, and he took him to a deer stand for three days and nights and stayed there trying to find out what had happened and what went on. And he said, I can't explain it. Mm-hmm. She's not done anything wrong, but this is what I want to do. And he said, if you carry out this and you're in this much disobedience, then I'm going to have no other choice but to remove your license mm-hmm. from you. Mm-hmm. And he told him that was fine. Mm-hmm. And that just saddened my heart that was I fooled all that time about him being a believer or had he just gone into such rejection or reprobate mind? And he left. And... um and so there I was in a 3,000-square-foot home all by myself, and I had no idea what I was going to mm. do. So I got into a very deep depression. I'm so sorry. Well, yeah. well um, I can't even imagine. And, and you had this plan that you thought, okay, this is I'm in God's right. plan. We're doing good. We're helping a lot of people mm-hmm. and ministering on that very problem that he was having. Exactly. And I I just, I can't even imagine. But you know what? God had a different plan. He did. And we can't explain. We can't understand. You know, you didn't do anything wrong. It's Mm -hmm. nothing that you did. And I'm sure you kept going over in your mind, what did I do? Is it my fault? Should I have done this or that? I even manipulated Jill Mm. one night. Because I wanted him to come home. I thought if he would just come home, we could work it out. Right. And I called him at work and said, I've taken a bunch of pills. And I did, but they were blood pressure pills. So I knew they weren't going to hurt me. I knew that, but I didn't want him to know that. And so he called an ambulance in the law and they came out and I said I don't want to go I'm going to be fine and they said well we can either take you in the ambulance or we can take you in the police car handcuffed and so I got my ambulance and my daughters met me at the hospital and um, I told them what had happened and I said all I've taken is my lisinopril which Mm -hmm. is a blood pressure medication I said I really was trying to get a hold of my husband's attention and it was negative attention. Mm-hmm. It was manipulation. And God showed me that's not the attention mm-hmm. that you can give or that you want to receive back. I didn't want him out of guilt. You know, I wanted him back because I thought that was what God wanted. I still believe that was God's plan. I just believe he just went the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm so sorry that you faced that, that that was a that was something you had to deal with but did you see your faith growing absolutely and you got nearer to the lord once you really called on him mm-hmm. in truth right so let's talk a little bit about the steps after that so what um were you able to do to kind of get back on track i guess i'm assuming he didn't come to the hospital or no. care Mm-mm. no um the Lord uses different people in different ways, and He does it just at the right time. I had to have some time to heal. I had had a retreat planned for ladies, 150 ladies that already signed up, paid their money to come to this retreat that was going to be in a week. And the pastor that was over that church at that time said, Donna, I've canceled the retreat and given all the ladies their money back. 
And I said, why would you do that? And he said, because you're hurting. And my question was, what if that retreat was for me? I didn't know what the speaker's topic was. Right. But it hurt me so bad that I took the keys to the church and I gave them back to him. And I said, Lord, where am I supposed to go from here? Because all my family, besides my girls, was at that church. I That was when my connections were in women's ministry and all that. And the Lord had a man that had been our former youth pastor message me on Facebook and said, he messaged me happy birthday. And he said, he found, tell me where he was doing, where he was preaching. And so I went. He was someone I trusted. I knew he was filled with the Spirit. And I knew that he preached the Word. And so for three years, I went and sat and didn't do much, but mm-hmm. just sat there for healing to take mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. So that's how I got started back. And I drove quite a ways to get there, but I had to have somewhere that I knew I could be there and trust mm-hmm. and just know that God was going to heal my heart. And he did. He did. And have you married since? Oh, that no. Time? No. 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 And I know that you have a lot of single women that come mm-hmm. to your class. And, and you told me not long ago that there, a lot of them are, are looking for a man to yes. love. And there's nothing wrong with that. But tell me what you tell them. I told them that if God wanted them to have a husband, that they would send a man with a handwritten letter from him so they would know. <laughs> and I didn't mean that in a literal no, sense. No, but, but they would absolutely know without a shadow of a doubt that this man was from God. But they didn't have to have a man in their life. I've lived now for 14 years without a man in my life except for Christ. He is my husband. He's my provider. He's my shield. He's my protector. He's my everything. And that's where I go to for my help. And that's what I've tried to show them. You don't have to have a man to make ends meet, to meet your needs, to provide for you. You're very capable. Lift yourself up before the Lord, and He will grant you the desires of your heart. Which is my favorite scripture, delight in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. And, And that's exactly it, is just put the Lord first. Devote yourself mm-hmm. to Him by praying, by sitting still, yes. like you said, with Him, meditating on the Scriptures, um, listening to what others who He brings mm-hmm. into your life speak over you. I love that. And then you will be able to be healed, and who knows? Maybe that special someone will walk into your life <laughs> when you least expect it. They say that, but it's true. It's true. Um. I came across a psalm the other day um, that I wrote down, and I wanted to talk to you about it. It's Psalm 34, verses 17 and 18. And this gave me strength when I was thinking about just hard times in my life. And and I know you probably had some scriptures that you really relied on during this time, but it's the righteous cry out, and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles— The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. What do you think about that scripture? That's one of the scriptures that the Lord gave me to hold on to. No way. Yes, it is. Wow. And so I knew that I was righteous in His sight. Mm -hmm. I knew I hadn't done anything wrong. I'd confessed everything there was to confess. 
But I knew if I called upon him, he'd be there. Mm -hmm. And before long, after 40 years of knowing someone's there, it feels lonely sometimes. But I began to feel not alone anymore. Mm -hmm. I knew that the Lord was with me when I was eating dinner or watching TV or playing with my dog or ministering at church, whatever God had me doing. Even being still, I knew he was sitting beside me. And and sometimes in the very depth of my pain, he was the one that was there to comfort me because I really didn't have anyone else. Mm -hmm. I hadn't gotten, I had had to move to another church from different circumstances, but I hadn't gotten close enough to anybody that anybody really knew my story at that time. They do now, but... um, I, I didn't know yeah. who to cry out to except right. for the Lord, right. and He was there. And He heard your he ca- cries and healed you. You know, we all love it when we hear someone say, I love you. Mm-hmm. Do you hear the Lord tell you, you He loves you? Absolutely, all the time. You know, I, I have some promises that I have. God says, I will never leave you or never forsake you. For behold, I have you written in the palms of my hands, and your walls are continually before me. And I talk with my hands and see my hands a lot. And I think if I see mine this many times, how many more times does God see me and my circumstances in his hands? Right. And so I can picture myself there and God seeing me. And that meant a lot to me. And I held on to that. And another one that I held on to you is that um, he um, doesn't desire us. He desires for us to have a prosperous life, an abundant life, not to fail. And so I didn't know how, but I knew God would bring me to the point of having a job, provide for myself because I didn't need a man to do that. Mm -hmm. And he did exactly that. He did it one step at a time. And the scriptures also say, commit your way to the Lord. Yes. And and that's what you did. That's what you're saying is mm-hmm. you committed your way to him. You listened. Yes. You let him lead you into those places. You know, we have the choice. God is there. He's near. Mm-hmm. But we need to call on him in truth and say, Lord, help us. Yes. We need your help. We love you. We know you love us. We're hurting we're broken hearted. Mm-hmm. We're crushed in spirit. But we need you, and he will be right there. And yes. then we listen to those still small voices of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. speaking. And then we obey. Right. You had many things that you had to do to be obedient. And now you're teaching the women at Heart to Heart some things about being obedient to the Lord and delighting in him. And and I just think it's wonderful how you do that. Do you have any advice for anyone that might be going through a similar situation or just is having a really hard time right now? Someone has let them down in a big way. Well, my advice would be to seek God with all your heart first and that you are never alone and that if you need a physical person in flesh, God will send them to you, whether it be a friend or a neighbor mm. or someone at church. Um, it, God's going to supply that need of that loneliness and that brokenness that you mm-hmm. feel. And a lot of times he uses it by allowing you to minister and serve others. Right. And through that, there's joy that comes and you have purpose that comes with that. And I have found that with a little neighbor that I have that every day I 
go over and make her coffee. She has Alzheimer's, and I feed her, and I get her dressed. And, you know, and when I'm away, like I'm away out here right now, I FaceTimed with her this morning to help her go through all that. And so God gives you people to keep you busy, to help you, because I found joy in serving her and in serving other people, and that's where some of my healing actually began to take place. It's when I dove in and let God use me. Yeah, and so you you didn't isolate yourself from church or people. Mm-mm. You got involved, and you found a place where yes. you could serve and use your talents, use the gifts that, that God has mm-hmm. given you and serve. So your advice would be don't isolate. Oh, absolutely. Get out there. Find a place where you can serve. Find a church mm-hmm. where you can get involved. And, you know, you would think that you might be um, angry with the church or that you might be offended and not want to go back how you were hurt. Mm -hmm. But that wasn't the church's fault. No, it wasn't the church's fault. That wasn't God's fault. No, not at all. No. This was the enemy doing what the enemy does best. And when the enemy is attacked, then, you know, we have to tell him to get away in Jesus' name. And then you find, God, what is my purpose? What are your plans for me? And I didn't ask for a man. I just asked for his plans. And I began to search out being the daughter of a king, a princess. And I learned so much about how deep his love for me was and that I'm his. I'm written in his hands. And God will never leave me or never forsake me. And so I I don't feel that lonely Um, like I have to isolate myself from people. I love being with people. Yes. I'd rather be with people than sit there and be alone. <laughs> yes, and you do that so well. Oh, and I you. am so glad that you were here today. Thank you. You're so welcome. For coming and sharing with our listeners. I know that they were blessed by what they heard today. And, and I know God has a great plan for you. And you're going to walk in it because yes. you're committing your way to Him. You're having that joy that comes from mm-hmm. God that he puts in you because you're putting him first and you're serving yes. with all your heart. So thank you you're for so serving very, the Lord. You're so welcome. I will say one thing. This is not an easy thing to walk through. It's hurtful. My spirit was crushed in the beginning. I was so devastated. But the Lord picked me up. Mm. You know, I think about the footprints in the sand where, yes. you know, God picks you up and carries you. And I can go back and literally see where he picked me up and carried me until I could stand on my two feet. So I wouldn't want anyone listening to this think, oh, well, that's just a snap, easy go, pop. It's an easy thing. It takes work. It took work being in the Word, praying fasting, seeking his face Mm -hmm. in order for God to fill me back up. Amen. Amen. Thank you for sharing that. And remember, seek the Lord in his strength. Yes. Seek his presence always. Would you close us in prayer? Sure. Father God, I come before you and I thank you for this opportunity. Lord, I pray that everything that was said here today is for your glory and your honor. 
Father, I pray for the ladies out there or other listeners that might be hurting because of broken relationships and they don't know where to go. Lord, I pray that the Holy Spirit would guide them to come to you and to your word and that they would find encouragement in this to know that they don't ever have to be alone and that, Father, there is life beyond this. And Lord, I just pray that you would hold these people close to you and put your arms around them and hold them so closely that they can feel the very breath of your nostrils on them, Lord. Lord, I thank you so much for Jill and that divine appointment that you gave us. What a precious friendship I have in her and what an honor it was for her to ask me to even do this. Lord, I thank you so much, and I just want to praise you for all you've done in my life and for the things that you continue to do in my life. Even at my age, Lord, you continue to amaze me, and I thank you so much because I know that's all from you. I love you so much. Please help me to always seek you with all my heart, all my soul, all my mind, and to let you guide every footstep that I take. And thank you so much, Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. If you would like to hear more episodes, simply search Real Life, Real People Radio on Apple, Google, and Podbean Podcasts. And remember, every day will be a good day when you get real with God. Real Life, Real People Radio, copyrighted 2022. All rights reserved. Turn.